Welcome to the Adopting Bitcoin Pod, a weekly Twitter Spaces show covering bottom-up Bitcoin adoption with thoughtful leaders from around the world. This week, we have a few Bitcoiners joining us from Brazil, or rather, Brazilian Bitcoiners joining us, tuning in from around the world. We have Fernando, Vinicius, uh, Lucas. I don't know if we'll get Jeff on stage, um, but we have him here, at least in spirit, and maybe we get him. Uh, and they're working to drive bottom-up adoption uh, in the country. So I can't wait to hear what they're up to and what their plans are. I've been seeing a lot of tweets, a lot of fruits for 10 sats. Uh, and before we hop in, I want to mention two projects that make this show possible. So Blink, formerly known as Bitcoin Beach Wallet, is a Bitcoin Lightning wallet built for bottom-up adoption with built-in education, stable sats for volatility management, and a robust set of merchant features. Blink is a preferred wallet of communities and individuals looking to use Bitcoin for everyday payments. You can learn more and download at Blink.sv. And Adopting Bitcoin, uh, a lightning summit in El Salvador. It's taking place November 7th to 9th this year. It brings together builders, developers, and educators in Bitcoin country El Salvador for the third year. Uh, there's a call for participation. It's currently open. So if you want to uh, host a workshop or uh, speak, go to adoptingbitcoin.org and, and submit your, uh, your idea and your talk. And if you just want to attend, tickets are available. The, the, the purpose of this conference is to bring the signal. People that, you know, that, that you know, the, the people are what make it. So I think tickets are uh, maybe less than $300 still. And you know, locals in El Salvador actually get, I believe, $21 tickets to try and support the efforts going on in adoption locally. So, yeah, uh, go to adoptingbitcoin.org and, and join us down there. It'll be my third year. Uh, and most people that I know that go, they say I'm coming back every single year. So uh, excited to do it. But uh, without further ado, let's hop in. Uh, it looks like we need to re-invite Vinicius back up. But um, why don't we start with uh, a round of intros just about sort of uh, yourself and the project that you're working on. So, uh, Fernando, I'll hand it off to you, please. Uh, who are you and what are you working on? Okay. Thank you for having me here. I am so glad to you know to share my experiencing uh, my experience by you leading the prior bitcoin brazil inspired on bitcoin beach i just started this project uh, in the day of bitcoin became a legal tender in el salvador and since then i helped a lot of locals to be onboarded on the bitcoin and then i started to you know try to spread the Bitcoin circular economy concept. The beginning, I, I just started by running a node and trying to onboard merchants and users. But at the end, uh, now I figure after a couple months running the experiment uh, in a very, you know, without a lot of expectations as we have now. I started to figure out that we are was we was going to the wrong direction. So Bitcoin Beach launched the Bitcoin Beach white paper V2. And since then I started to incorporate the idea of integrate the four pillars of the Bitcoin circular economy as the education, technology, recreation, and spirituality to create a strong project to inspire people, replicate the Bitcoin Beach idea and start to help their local communities being powered by Bitcoin. 
So I created a, a BTC Pay server campaign in our node, and I started to share everything that I did, uh, the proof of work in that campaign. And uh, until now, we raised it around 3.3 BTC, and we started to help other projects as well. So uh, by sharing that knowledge and uh, trying to, you know, establish this kind of standard for projects that want to replicate the Bitcoin Beach idea. And with help of Galoi, Palavra do Satoshi and Bitcoin Beach, we was able to help other communities and improve the tools and the UX of the, the Bitcoin holding apps by sharing our experience uh, using that apps and uh, their tools to make it better, to make it easier, to make it more reliable. So now uh, we are totally focused on uh, by, you know, uh, make the, the legal framework and the... How the, the, uh, an auto-regulation suggestion for the community banks in order to, to have this safe environment for community leaders to run their nodes and of, offer a kind of uh, local infrastructure to their communities to start their journey, journey in, into the rehab hole. Wow. Thank you for that uh, intro. Fantastic. Uh... In short, considering how much you've been doing, so thank you for uh, the concise uh, the intro. For the listeners, I have put, um, for the live listeners, we'll have to grab this for the show notes later, but in the nest, a tweet from Bitcoin Beach sharing the bubbles white paper that Fernando mentioned, which goes through um, some of the principles and concepts for following the Bitcoin Beach experiment and model. And I also put a shared a tweet from Praia Bitcoin uh, that that links to their donation page, uh, which I would uh, definitely suggest that people take a look at because the proof of the way in which this project shares proof of work is really uh, powerful, I think, which is setting goals and listing just a series of bullet points about things that they've they've been successful in, in doing or even things that they've you know been unsuccessful in doing. It's it's pretty amazing to be to see the openness of the project. So thank you, Fernando. Uh, I'll hand it to, to Montanha Bitcoin. Please uh, a brief intro about the project. Just just a little second before Montana Bitcoins we start. Then uh, just uh, to finish it, it's important. So the, the f day that Mike did the first donation to me asking to make uh, t-shirts, Vinicius of Palafra do Satoshi went to Jericho Aquara to see the, this kind of first activation. And he becomes like more a kind of a spiritual leader. He's the word of Satoshi. And he introduced me, Lucas, of Montanha Bitcoin. And Lucas... It's like it's doing an amazing work in uh, Santo das Letras, inspired on Bitcoin Beach and your methodology. So it's like, uh, and I, and also he's he's translating my first Bitcoin uh, course to Portuguese Brazilian. So the word is with you, Lucas. Yeah, thanks, Fernando, for the words, and um, thank you, Andrew, for the invite for this this podcast. So, um, as 
Fernando told you, the project Montembitco started like about three months ago in Jericoquara. So I went to Jericoquara. Vinicius invited me for to Jericoquara for the Bitcoin Carnival. Uh, I spent uh, one month working with the Bitcoinization in Jericoquara and the, all the process for the Bit, uh, Bitcoin Carnival. And three months there. In the second month, I was working in the Fruits for Transactions project. So we had this idea to replicate. Uh, I was inspired for the whole project that was uh, uh, working in Jericoquara with the, uh, the Fruits for Ten Sats at the school, the public school with the kids. It was like amazing. Uh, it uh, changed all my idea that I had with the Bitcoin for the last six years with working with the kids. I, I thought that what, it, the kids are the future, right? So this is the, the this is the way uh, to bring Bitcoin adoption for the future. It's it's it, it's not gonna happen now or in the next month, but I, I, I can see now in like 10 years and 20 years. So it's a, a long-term project, right? So in the third, third month in Jericoquara, uh, with the help of Fernando Motolesi, uh, I, do, I did a samurai curse, like well, how to set up a lightning node. We set up all the uh, 200 boat cards and the PayWest machine. So we, uh, we build all the infrastructure. So the Montanha... Uh, Bitcoin project started in Jericoquara in April. Uh, we spent uh, around 20, mu- 20 days uh, building the infrastructure for the Lightning Node, like for the community bank. And then I come back to the mountain and start a project for uh, at the school, spent some weeks uh, for the, the school to approve the project so we can start the Fruits for Tensats. But they are doing an amazing job. They write a pedagogical project for the school. So we have a lot of bureaucracy here for that. But it, it's, it's, it's doing amazing. We have like uh, around uh, 1,600 kids right now. 106. Uh, yeah. 160. Yeah. Kids buying Bitcoin every day. Uh, it's kind of different than Jericho Quarter because it's in the Quarter they're doing the, the break uh, of the class so we, during the lunch time and here we have uh, a specific time only for the pro- fruits for ten sites project so it's more organized all the the the, uh, the teachers uh, embrace the cows so all the kids uh, buy fruits buy fruits every day all, all of them this 160 kids. And yeah, it's been amazing. Um, we are also making a Bitcoin adoption in the commerce in the, with the merchants here. We, we now have uh, 21 uh, merchants accepting Bitcoin. We could have more. We could have uh, 100 merchants accepting Bitcoin, but we, we, we don't have uh, a lot of Bitcoiners who spend Bitcoin on, and maintain these merchants accepting Bitcoin in a, in a long term, right? So we are thinking in a, in a long term relationship with the merchants. So yeah, oh, the only thing that I can't can't make can't do it in paying with Bitcoin here it's a drugstore. But everything else I pay with Bitcoin. I can pay my gin with Bitcoin. I can pay my barber with Bitcoin. I can pay uh, in coffee shops, uh, supermarket, restaurants, everything with Bitcoin. Yeah, I think uh, that's a little bit about Montaya Bitcoin. All right, very cool. And just, yeah. uh, just uh, an interesting thing about Montanha Bitcoin, it's a kind of city with this very spiritual atmosphere 
atmosphere and uh, it's a kind of a mystical place, you know. So I have this connection with these subjects and it was incredible what they did with the Fruits for Ten Sets project because, you know, hey, they improved it in a way that now we are replicating their idea in other locations. Yeah, wow. And I want to come back to, I want to come back and dig into the Fruits for Ten Sats program for people to learn. We've mentioned it a few times. First, I, I'll get each uh, each speaker a chance to provide a quick uh, update. So thank you, Lucas and, and Montana Bitcoin. I see Jeff uh, hopped up. So let, let's go to Jeff for a moment. I, uh, if he's got a moment to say some words and then we'll uh, round it out with Vinicius. He said for me that he's on his work. So yeah, maybe thought, he... It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned to me too. So we'll see if he, he can interrupt us if he has a moment to speak. But in the meantime, uh, we'll go to Vinicius. We'd love to hear about uh, yeah what you're doing and yeah your project. Hello, everyone. Is everyone here? Yes. Oh, thank you. First of all, I would like to uh, I I'd like to thank you all for in the invitation. It was a pleasure to talk to you, to Fernando, to Lucas, uh, and everyone who's in in this room and listeners. Uh, my name is Vinicius Kingso. It's been a while. I'm this Bitcoiner world, but in the back, I would say so. But it's been a little bit over a year. I started a YouTube channel called, in Portuguese, Palavra de Satoshi. In English, I would translate like the word of Satoshi. I speak more in, in a philosophical way. Because when I, when I was like five, four, six years ago, and I was a, a Bitcoiner already, I was a, a Bitcoiner in that time in my life, I was used to watch YouTube channel because I love YouTube. YouTube, it's a wonderful tool. I have plenty of time in my life uh, in front of TV watching YouTube channel. And I, and I saw a lot of... YouTubers, uh, Bitcoiners, YouTubers in Brazil. And that time, all of them, were, they were used to speak only in a graphic way, like an investment. No one talked, no one was used to talk like what, why Bitcoin was created in a philosophical way to try an, uh, a new kind of era to live in a world where the money is not more up to any kind of government. And uh, that bothered me, kind of, because every time uh, I try to talk about Bitcoin to someone, the, this person will start the conversation. And uh, what do you think? Do you think Bitcoin is going up or down? Let's talk about price. And, uh, and, I, and I didn't want to talk about price. I wanted to talk about the philosophy, the human area of Bitcoin, like how about if we start a new kind of society who would love to start living with a currency that no more belongs to any kind of government at all? How about if we try to change the world, to change the currency? How about if we save the money, we're going to save the world as well? And that's the thing that I'm... Uh, I, I love thinking. So I, I said to myself, if no one talk in this way to introduce Bitcoin in a philosophy kind of words, I will do that. So I, I, I took myself 
and I started traveling. I felt like Satoshi called me in a dream. I'm a dreamer. And Satoshi said to me, go to the street and do your job and Bitcoinize the world and say to the, to the people that now there is an opportunity. There is a, a, another street that if you want, you can trade your, your, your job, your work time, your value in a currency uh, more efficiently that no more belongs to any kind of government. And I, I was starting to talk to merchants like this speech. Every, so I started traveling in Brazil, through Brazil. It's been over a year. And I, my, my mission was go merchant per merchant and introduce them to the Bitcoin as a cash. Hey, how about if I come here to your store, to your, to your merchant, and can I pay with Bitcoin? I started wondering and asked them. And most of them, incredibly, they wanted to learn. So I started teaching uh, and recording and uh, putting on YouTube. I'm a small, very small YouTuber. I'm a Bitcoiner YouTuber in Brazil that fight for Bitcoin. I am the one who exchanged my life for an idea. I, I put myself, my, my face, against the idea of Bitcoinization in Brazil. So, traveling through Brazil, I met Fernando in Jericoacoara. I, I, I never heard about him before in my life. When I came to Jericoacoara, I, I, I didn't even had heard about Fernando before. And when I saw what he was doing in that day, I said to myself, this guy has been doing all I wanted in my life. His work is wonderful and he's very efficiently and he's a good person. So I asked him, do you mind if I help you out and be here for a while and help you to build this idea of Bitcoinization, a city. And for my happiness, he said, oh, please help me stay here for a while. And we, we became very good friends. And since then, we brought many Bitcoiners from all over the world here to Jericoacoara and show them that it's possible. It's the reality. It's now. It's not the future. Uh, Bitcoin is available nowadays. We don't need to wait for the future anymore. The hyper-Bitcoinization has started. And there's anything that anyone can do to stop anymore. And Fernando grew it because I knew that he was going to grow because he's a wonderful person and a wonderful businessman. And he he's a wonderful musician. He's uh, wonderful with the the society, with the people. And I said to myself, this guy will be uh, a very good guy to the Bitcoinization. I asked to Lucas, hey Lucas, you should come over. You should come over. You should come over here in Jericoacoara. You should learn what this guy has to teach you. And I introduced them. Because I knew from the bottom of my heart that both of them would do an amazing job. And they have been doing it.
And then it started growing another people all over Brazil who wants to Bitcoinize the region, the city, the, the area, all because we started it. The, when I say we, I say we Bitcoiners. We Bitcoiners started the idea of Bitcoinization, our region, our city, our country. Why not in a decentralized way? We are not Bitcoinized in uh, Brazil from a centralized government. We are Bitcoinizing, decentralized. Fernando has been working in Jericoacoara, Lucas has been working in Santo Tomé das Letras, uh, Diogo now is going to work in Porto Alegre, uh, Diogo in Porto Alegre, uh, he now belongs to the top 10 uh, of BTC map uh, because he's, he started building a society, a community, Bitcoin, and there are so many people all over Brazil that want to start a Bitcoin city. And my, my point of view, what I, think I'm, I'm help, uh, what, what I think I can help all of them is to show them to the world. My mission as a YouTuber is go. All of those cities that are becoming a Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin economy, I will go. And I'll see what they do, and I'll record it, I'll, I'll put it on YouTube, and I'll show to the world, to show to everyone who wants to see that Bitcoin is not the idea anymore. It happens. We Bitcoiners, we are using to listen this this sentence. It's happening. And it's happening. And I'm, I'm glad to, to be part of it. The leader of the cult. My God. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. I, uh, Venetius, I forgot to turn on Do Not Disturb. And so somebody interrupted me listening to that, uh, that rip, uh, which I'm very upset about. I'm going to have to go back and finish. I only lost about 10 seconds, but thank you. Uh, it's amazing. I have a goal to learn Spanish by adopting Bitcoin, but now I also feel like I need to learn Portuguese so I can watch the YouTube channel. Yeah, I'm extremely excited about uh, about what you guys are doing. And what Vinicius is describing is actually what we also see in other places. So Gigi, many of you might know him, he's there, Gigi on Twitter, has been preaching basically that it's important that Bitcoiners set a beacon somehow. Like he's been mostly focusing on a beacon in cyberspace. And what he means by that is just send a signal preferably with a podcast because it scales and many people can listen to it, but just do anything and set a signal that other Bitcoiners can find so they can find you. So they, you don't have to do what you want to do on your own because it's not manageable. It's so much work. And I'm, I'm sure we'll hear a little bit about that, but yeah, that's so fantastic that Vinicius found basically uh, prior Bitcoin through the signal, the beacon that Fernando set, um, not in cyberspace, but uh, by Bitcoinizing a whole town. And and uh, yeah, so you you found an ally by setting that beacon, Fernando. That's amazing. Yes, and the, his help was so important because you know I in the beginning I was worried about the merchants and to more than and then I I you know that's not my deal you know I was 
uh, in the in the Bitcoin Beach, they started by helping the kids doing the voluntary work, and then I said, no, I need to do the same. I need to create this educational program to make the kids get engaged with Bitcoin. And then Vinicius came and said, look, I wanted to help the merchant. And so we, we, we did this partnership for I don't like to go live and to talk and to record and like in the backstage. And he likes to, to expose his ideas, the philosophy with his channel. So we like did this partnership in a very way at the beginning. And then we started to develop two tools as the boat, a card, as the Bitcoinized machine, as the, as the paper wallet. And we did that event during the carnival. And this changed and make the project uh, grow very, very fast. Because, you know, like we, we started to get the support from uh, other people that I, I don't know uh, from where the Bitcoin came. I just use it. And I proved that I'm using it in the, the right way. So Vinicius has this important, uh, you know, role in the, in the project to, to share it. We have a lot of fights always, you know, but we are doing something great. And, and, and I, I talk of, with him about our protection, you know, because us, we are doing something new and uh, fighting the fiat standard. There are some regulators looking to us, some, you know, bad guys, bad actors. So sometimes we have these discussions and they are really uh, real discussions, like to cr create this uh, unit in our speech. Because, you know, it's like, uh, it's not about the price, it's not about the, 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 the our work, but it's uh, the concept. We need to remove the ego and then talk about the concept, about what is important and try to remove our persona from it, right? So it's really difficult to communicate in that way, that to not... Uh, it's like a real journalist. He's not talk about his opinion, but he's talk about the the real thing or the the both sides, you know, of a, a subject. So this is this was in the beginning. We we had uh, these kind of uh, issues to adjust the speech, and now I think we are in the right path. Vinicius is going to El Salvador next month. Maybe he will go to Africa and we are, you know, growing. And with that amazing project that is the Bitcoinized POS, that one day he said to me, man, I need a device with a printer attached. Because, you know, a lot of merchants here in Brazil, they need the receipts. It's very important. Let's do it. And they showed him. Uh, the, the boat card was developed in that same month. And now around August, I, I, I knew about both card and he's, and I started to look. I saw a video in, on the internet of Coin Corner by, of a kid that doing this, uh, this payment to buy something. And then I, I said, man, I found a supplier on China and let's buy 
1,000 machines. Let's do it. And Vinicius gave me the first donation. And then now we are, we, we are going to distribute that machine worldwide. Exactly, exactly. It, it was a, an important thing in my life. I met Fernando. Uh, because Fernando, he does a wonderful job. When I came here to Jericoacoara, I was very happy with my YouTube channel because someone started to introduce Bitcoin as currency, as cash, as peaceful tool. And when I came to Jericoacoara, I, I, I saw to him, hey, ma'am, hey, hey, Fernando, I've been recording Lots of videos on YouTube paying with Bitcoin. Maybe nowadays, I probably I don't know. I am probably uh, the one who has paid more with Bitcoin ever registered on internet. Maybe probably I am because I I, I have over a hundred uh, uh, YouTube video on YouTube, and I always had a difficult to pay with Bitcoin. It's, uh, it is hard. Light in the network is just in the beginning. Bitcoin is like a baby yet. We are in the beginner of the, that technology. Anyone who joined to the Bitcoin uh, world will be a beginner in like 10 or 20 years. So uh, anyone who started beginning to be a Bitcoiner uh, will be a beginner because we are in the beginning. And I, 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 asked, I asked him lots of times, I remember very well, I asked him, Hey, Fernand, I, I would love to pay everything in my life with Bitcoin. I would love to live in a Bitcoin standard. But it's very hard. This, this Lightning Network, it's going to take a while to become popular. It's very hard. We need to introduce to the merchants. And he was very occupied uh, working in a social way, with the kids, with the community. It's a, a very important and beautiful job. And he, he, he does very in a very good way. He's very good at doing it. And I said to him, so you take care of the community, the society. You take care of the social part of it. And I will help you out to go to the merchants, to help the, the, the markets. Nah. And... He was watching those videos with the boat card. And I asked him, man, we should do something like that, but even better. We, we should provide to the world uh, an easy way to pay and, re and receive Bitcoin at the same time. We needed to solve the problem, the problem also of the payer and also of the receiver. We needed to solve it because there is a problem. We know that there is a problem. How can we solve it? So I was talking to him and he said to me, I know how to do it. And I, I, I couldn't believe that time because I, if, I, I knew in that moment that he was capable of doing that. And that's why I believed him. And I, and I gave him donations to, to start building a new beautiful world with a tool of peace. Because now Fernando helped to build a technology who will help 
the hyper-Bitcoinization all over the world. And he said, uh, go to El Salvador, go to Montanha Bitcoin, go to Africa and show to the world. And he's worried, uh, for sure he's worried of the obligations and the loyalties and we fight, as he said, but we fight for a good thing because we are trying to build something beautiful to the world. We are trying to build a tool that is going to help the hyper-Bitcoinization of the world and give power back to the people. We are going to help the payers and the receivers at the same time to pay and receive in a currency that no more belong to any kind of politician's hand. And when I say it loud, I feel myself like I've been doing something important to the world. I, I, I really believe so. And my, my mission is trying to show it. That's why I came here to Jericho Aquara and recorded Fernando. I know that every time we expose ourselves, we are in risk. I know that. Of course I do. I know the world where I, I live on. But that's why I want to change it. I, I dream living in a peaceful and better society. How are we going to do it? Only if we introduce the peaceful money as Bitcoin. Then we're going to switch the society. So someone has to do the dirt job of putting the, the voice and the face to introduce Bitcoin. Someone has to do it. And I'm the one. So I took the, how can I say, this kind of thing to introduce Bitcoin. I decided to, to move forward and fight for it, even if I had to show my face. Because we know, Bitcoiners, we know that privacy uh, is, a is the best way to live. I would love to be, I would love to live privately and no more showing my face all in my life. I would love to do it. I would love to go to the beach. And I, I neither having a, a mobile phone with me to never record anything more in my life. For sure, I would love to, to live in, a, in this dream. But someone has to do it. Someone has to fight for it. Someone has to do the dirt job. Someone has to introduce the face and the voice to show to the people Bitcoin as a peaceful currency. Because we Bitcoiners, I think so. I've been traveling through Brazil and now I'll start traveling all over the world if Satoshi helped me. And I'll, I'll, I'll see if I'm right or wrong when I believe if we switch the money, if we save the money, we're going to save the world. I, I really believe in it. Because when I go to Africa and when I go to El Salvador, why should I switch the money of Brazil, a government money of Brazil, to any kind of other government. It doesn't make sense anymore. We live in a society that has technology enough to belong to a money that no more uh, has any kind of uh, limits. We need to live in a borderless world with any kind, with a, a, a currency that belongs to anyone. That's what I believe. Yes, and, and the interesting point about it, he started to expose the project. And then the, the biggest project in Brazil, I don't mention their name, they said our initiative was ridiculous. 
they said in a video, and I was really sad because of it, because I gave 500 paper wallets for the kids with 1,000 sets, and they start to talk, oh man, this is unacceptable. And then I did it just to show to the kids that 24 words and a Bitcoin address is the way to, you know, have your sovereignty. No intermediaries. And they, they started to think about the price of Bitcoin, the amount of sets, and they don't catch the idea. But it made me work 15 hours per day during the three months to make the machine and the boat card implementation. And with help of Bitcoin Jungle Costa Rica, Lee Saltman, helped us to create the code. I just said to him, man, I need a code to create automatically the Allen Beats uh, wallet and set up the card just by providing the card UID. And 12 hours later, he created that card and sent to me. And now we have this kind of platform, generate both cards and, uh, you know, implement their nodes using the tools that we created to help the kids in Jericho Aquara. It's growing, growing, growing. And we are just a small piece of the adoption because they're all get our beacon like Holanti. They start to, they attended to the conference and they created uh, the most Bitcoinized city in Brazil. They have like 120 merchants and did they, they onboarded all merchants in just 90 days. Even the hospital of the city accepts Bitcoin and that's it. They created their own model and Vinish went there, created the videos and promoted it. So now we have this kind of uh, decentralized way. Uh, everything that we do in private Bitcoin, Montana Bitcoin is open source. So, you know, if you are listening this uh, podcast, you can start your own circular economy just by onboarding, onboarding one merchant and you being the payer. So let's help that merchant, that small community that you live, because it, it will help you to understand Bitcoin and to use it as, as cash. And it over time, it will make you a, a better person, a more wealth individual, right? So that's it. Yeah, and I would like to, to say just one more thing. I went to uh, São Tomé das Letras, where Lucas is, because I started traveling through Brazil. So I I visited over 21 states in Brazil. Brazil is a huge country. So I, I've been in a lot of places. Jericoacoara also, Rolante also, and also in, in São Tomé das Letras. E Lucas has been doing a wonderful job as well, wonderful uh, work. Uh, what he's been doing is changing this, the city. I'm pretty sure that in 21 years, we're going to see another another thing so different because he does a very good job. And uh, as Fernando said in the beginning, it's a mystical city. So Brazil is incredible country. So, uh, I, I will I will travel all over the world. I will go to El Salvador. I will go to Africa. I will. I, I've been in Europe already. I, I hope Satoshi will help me to travel all over the world. But probably 
I, I don't know if I'm going to see something as beautiful as Brazil, because Brazil is unbelievable, beautiful. Jericoacoara is beautiful. Santo Amé das Letras is beautiful. Rolante is beautiful. Brazil, it's wonderful. And one thing that I dream of is to help Brazil to become a tourist country, a safe country, a, in, in a better economy with Bitcoin standard, all of Brazil, so we can fix Brazil. Brazil needed to be fixed. And uh, if we do that, we can, I would be, I would be glad to invite you all to come over in Brazil and travel to Jericoacoara, to Santo Amé das Letras, to Rolante. And if you, if you go to Santo Amé das Letras, you're going to see lots of uh, mythical things as a city where you can see it is monsters and things like that. And so nice, so nice. And when I was there, Lucas, every time he went to a merchant, he taught that them downloading Blink Wallet. And I would, uh, that's so nice because I, I was capable to introduce myself to the Blink. And I started paying with Blink. If you see my, my video, it's online already. If you go to Palavra Satoshi, it's in, Port it's in Portuguese because I was talking to, to the Brazilian audience. The video is in Portuguese for sure. But if, 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 you, uh, have, if you have an opportunity to go to my YouTube channel and watch the Santo Medas Letras video, you're going to see me and Lucas and everyone around the city paying using Blink. And you can use Blink as well in the tool that Fernando has been made, that uh, uh, Bitcoinized POS. The beautiful thing of Bitcoinized POS is you are capable to, to download any kind of any application you like to. It, all of the applications are uh, supported, if Fernando corrects me. And that's, that's amazing. Please uh, watch Jericoacoara and Santo Medas Letras in my YouTube channel. You're going to understand how beautiful Jericoacoara and Santo Medas Letras are. Yes, and uh, Blink always helped us, like uh, the Bitcoin BitWallet, Galoi, Manly, helped me. They did the first big donations of 2 million and 100,000 sets. I never will forget it. And then I tried to push Blink to, uh, to make the NFC, to change things, to make it faster. You know, we are all together on this. This is the best industry to work with because, you know, like we have this common sense to remove the power of the government from the currency. And uh, there's no other way. We need to collaborate with each other. And uh, it's like uh, we can use anything. We can, we can do it with the best two availables. And Blink always uh, is a great option to start their journey. And um, one day I will be able to run the full stack of Galoi. Not yet, but one day I will do. Love it. I, <clears throat> one thing that I mentioned about... Uh, Fernando and Praia Bitcoin and other communities as well is that, I mean, what is the reason why we're here, why Blink, you know, is trying to, you know, host these conversations and be part of this is because people like Fernando, like Okin down there um, that are using 
software on the ground, on the front line with non-Bitcoiners are able to see things and to understand what people need. I remember, I think uh, BTC Pay came out with an update and like the next day, Fernando was like submitting GitHub issues or something about it. And so, yeah, the bottom-up Bitcoin community projects are such a critical piece. Not only are there, uh, is there a benefit to the local community and improving the local community, but in the Bitcoin, the entire Bitcoin universe of providing, uh, like using technology where there's maybe there's uh, phones that aren't connected to the Internet or maybe there's lower end phones or cracked phones or, or ba- you know, like any any like any which scenario. And, and so, uh, yeah, Fernando and myself uh, have had many a conversation over the years of, you know, and I, I appreciate the, the, the push and the and the requests and the and the bug submissions and everything like this it's, it makes us all better and i would just have to say that i liked how you said you and Phoenicius are, are arguing i feel like that's kemal and myself where we say okay you know we care like when i when i worked in the fiat world i, I you know there were f- fewer arguments because nobody was doing something that they believed was impacting the world and changing the world and i think now that's different you work with bitcoiners and and you know it matters. You want to you want to argue until you get to a, the best solution collectively. Yeah, just one thing that we mentioned in the in the warm up for this space, the documentary by Max Marco about Nostra that you just released. There was an interesting bit that Rebel said and re- really relates to what you just said and Fernando mentioned. Is Rebel said that all of the features today that we see in Twitter, whether it's retweeting, whether it's quote tweeting and and many features they didn't think of it like it was not the core developers of twitter that came up with these ideas but since twitter in the early days was open system and third party developers could build on it they they just ran with it and and started building and most of the amazing features that you would think of as core to twitter today actually were products of the ideas of non twitter developers like third-party developers. And just like that in Bitcoin, Bitcoin is an open protocol. Everyone can build on it. And that's what people are doing. And that, that's what ne- needs to happen because it's not possible that one person sits in their room and designs the monetary system and all the tools for all the people in everywhere. It's just not possible. There needs to be localization. There needs to be different use cases that need to be accommodated. And that can only happen with open protocols. And Bitcoin is that open protocol that anybody can build on. And But yeah, just the localization feedback and the user feedback from the streets, from the grounds, from the users is just uh, paramount for that. And, and Jeff... Uh, he will not be able to talk, but he's working this direction, you know. He gets the best videos about Bitcoin only, and he makes localization and dubbing for that videos. His channel is amazing because he got the best videos and localize and dub it to the Portuguese Brazilian audience. And so important, you know, because the knowledge... It's uh, became available because we like only 5% of the Brazilians talk in English. And then when you have this kind of, it's available in their mother language, it makes easier. And this ground adoption uh, and this feedback that, you know, like uh, it's, it's so important to, to the developers that make like uh, 
his work uh, to to bring the idea of Bitcoin and make it available for everyone. And then with their their videos, it's easier for us that we are on the streets like me and Vinicius to share that knowledge, to share that philosophy, you know. So uh, uh, it's uh, just it. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me do this. A uh, couple of things. I want to go over to Lucas. I want to, and I also want to touch on a couple of things. So just to, uh, before we do that, Jeff dropped a note. Thank you, Jeff, for joining us from work. If it's a fiat job. We're not sorry. We, you should be here anyways with the Bitcoiners. So thank you for being here today. <laughs> but uh, check out Jeff in the nest. He he posted a tweet and shared a video. Um, Kemal also looks like he mapped the distance between uh, Jared Gaquara and Santoma de Letras, uh, which we'll, we'll move to Lucas here in a minute. I want to hear some some updates. The third tweet, and this is leading to my next question with, for Lucas, is one that I sent in November, which kind of caught fire in Twitter. This is a, a, a video of Fruits for Ten Sats, I think the in the earlier days of the project. And so, Vinicius, if you could mute for a second, I get a little bit of background noise. But uh, what you see is school kids uh, purchasing a banana called the project called Fruit for Ten Sats and using the Bitcoin POS. So, Lucas, I would love to hear a little bit, first of all, if you're, uh, I think some of the some of the folks here may not be familiar with Fruits for Ten Sats. If you could describe it as you would just a non-Bitcoiner, a newspaper reporter or something, we'd love you to just kind of give a little overview of what Fruits for Ten Sats is. And then I want to hear about your experience in bringing uh, Bitcoin uh, to Montana. Okay, yeah, Fruits for Ten Sats. It's amazing. It was what what inspired me work with. Uh, start a Bitcoin circular economy here in Montana Bitcoin. Yeah, because the kids are the future, right? So the uh, Fruits for Ten Sats is the project where, where Montana Bitcoin and Praia Bitcoin in Jericoquara buy fruits every day at the, the local supermarket and then sell to the kids at the school for the price of 10 sats. So it's just symbolic price so they can uh, learn how to use uh, the good money that is Bitcoin, they can learn about technology. Uh, they, they, they can include and in yeah, they can uh, have uh, digital inclusion and also a financial inclusion. We we do not have that in here in, in Brazil. We don't have financial education at the schools at any level, so they can learn about uh, Bitcoin. They can learn about money. They can learn learn about uh, technology, and they can buy good food every day. They can buy fruits. They can have. Uh, Good nutritious food every day. Yeah, that's what is fruits for 10 sets. I think uh, maybe Fernando can uh, talk more about that. But uh, when we start the project here in Santa Maria's Letters about uh, with the Bitcoinization, I, 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 I totally changed my mind uh, from what we started doing before uh, with digital payments. Because uh, when, when you think about circular economy, it's not only about accepting Bitcoin as a payment, but it's how to keep this Bitcoin in the community. Because, uh, okay, the people start buying stuff with Bitcoin, but what, what, what is the destiny of this Bitcoin? So I always, I always tell to the, to the merchants, oh, you have three options. You, you can keep the Bitcoin and hold it. You can, you can spend it in the, in the circular economy. That is the best option, right? And, and you can sell it if you don't want to, uh, to stay in Bitcoin or don't want to spend Bitcoin. You can 
you can just sell it and get get the fiat money, the bad money. And if if you if you really want to make the uh, worst decision and sell your Bitcoin for fiat money, please do it for a member of the community, not in exchange. Because when you sell a, a Bitcoin in a in a in a Binance, for example, in a in a our Bitcoin goes to China. It don't keep in the community. So I always uh, teach the merchants, oh, please make the circular economy works. Uh, go to the supermarket, spend some some sats, uh, or 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 maybe keep it. But please don't sell it. And if you're gonna sell it, sell to someone that wants this Bitcoin because it's not uh, easy to get Bitcoin. So um, uh, I I I know that some. A lot of people want to have Bitcoin, but they don't don't know how to do it. It's not easy to buy Bitcoin in an exchange or in a. If you, it's not peer to peer, it's not easy because you have to do a KYC. So it's 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 a hard process to 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 buy Bitcoin if it's not a peer to peer. So uh, that's what we are doing here with the merchants. That that's why we are not uh, doing uh, massive. Bitcoinization with the merchants because uh, I I want the people to learn Bitcoin. They they use Bitcoin as good money, right? Not only accept Bitcoin and then sell it in an exchange. And okay, I just want your money. I don't I don't care if it's Bitcoin or fiat money. I just want money. No, I want them to learn what is Bitcoin, how, how, uh, what is better money, and then I want them to use it in the daily use, right? And here we are using um, the Blink wallet. As Vinicius said before, I think now it's the best solution we have. It's it's very easy. They can um, just uh, give their cell phone and then can open an account. Yeah. And they, they are safe because if they lost their password or something like that, they have their their, their phone number that they can recover the their wallet. Because sometimes uh, you open a wallet, for example, in the blue wallet, and they lost their phones or something like that, they can't have access because they, they have no... Or they lose the, the the password, or don't don't remember the press phrase. And with Blink, they have their cell phone. Or if they lose their cell phone, uh, the wallet. Yeah, but it's uh, I think it's a safe way to then keep the access to the wallet. And it's very useful. Uh, we have the PWAS, so uh, for the machines that have their own computer or cell phone for the for the for the store, they can use uh, the PWAS, so their employees don't have access to their to their wallet. It is uh, been working very well. It can also be uh, when we acquire some some PWAS machines, we can also use uh, Blink Wallet, but you need to the QIC. To use the both cards, yeah, but yeah, that's what just here. Just, just interrupting you and adding for the, the, the that idea of the fruits for ten sets. It makes the community be open to Bitcoin, right? So when Lucas started to offer fruits in in Santo Mé, and we started to offer fruits in Jericoacoara. This image of Bitcoin is just for criminals. Uh, it's uh, it not work. It's, there are expensive fees. It it blows, you know. It blows people's minds. Kids are using Bitcoin in a real way every day. It's not for crime. We are buying fruits, man. We are buying fruits. So if you think Bitcoin is a, it's a, it's for criminal activities, you are totally wrong. So we defeat that argument and we make Bitcoin really acceptable for everyone because they see 
that the, all currencies depends on the user, what they are doing with the, that currency. They can use fiat to buy drugs or, you know, weapons or ammunition and Bitcoin as well. But, you know, if you use it in the right way, you can teach people about uh, freedom, about, uh, you know, uh, financial education, about... Uh, uh, economic concepts unavailable before that groundwork, this grassroots work. Now we have like around 100 kids in Brazil who already bought Bitcoin and they have their own keys and they understand it. They did it for the future. So it's, uh, it's amazing because you look and say every time for me, in, in our, our weekly calls, oh man, the kids are really fast. They wanted to tap the card. They get crazy with it. They are talking about Bitcoin with their parents. So it is a kind of social engineering thing that we are hacking the state. But don't let them know. We're, we're just uh, for us here, but we are hacking the state. You know, it's like they are eating fiat food in the school, but in the schools that they uh, replicate the Fruits for Ten Sets initiative, they will have access to real food and uh, the economic concept that will build a new society. Yes, thank you for that. I think that was a great rundown of Fruits for Ten Sets, and I hope to see that replicated worldwide in every community. I think what you said about the speed of learning that kids have that they can understand. And, and you're starting with with a bolt card, which is as simple as tapping. I think, by the way, I think bolt card is good for older generation who are used to tapping a credit card and can spend Bitcoin in a similar way. I think it's a powerful tool for onboarding many people. But And then uh, I just shared in the uh, Nest a article that was in Forbes about the uh, carnival the down in Praia Bitcoin, where you, I believe, Broke a world record for getting setting setting up uh, a, a certain amount of uh, Bitcoin wallets. I'll let you describe what you guys did there, but but check that out. And maybe we have an opportunity here to, uh, you know, I, I don't think I have any meetings for the rest of the day. I could go for hours. So cancel your meetings. We've got a couple more things to talk about. <laughs> but I want to hear about uh, the the carnival a little bit, the idea behind it, and the experience of of doing this. Uh, I believe all three of you were there, and so that this would be cool uh, to just kind of go in and, and discuss this and talk about how, as a community, you can hold an event to bring people to experience what you're doing, which I think was a was amazing. Um, and I'll also just throw it out there that soon soon we'll uh, we'll start inviting up some people. So if you have questions, you want to have a comment or a question, like feel free to raise your hand. We can start kind of opening it up a little bit. But uh, yeah, who who wants to go first and and just talk a little bit about the carnival? I think it's Vinicius' time because I had the idea. I just executed. So he said, oh, we need to bring Bitcoiners to here, Jericoacoara. And I said, man, it's so difficult. No, no, we need. And then let's go, Vinicius. Yeah, because uh, I live in a dream. I live in a, in a dream where in my bubble, in my brain, the world is peaceful as Bitcoin as currency already. But I know that the real world 
it's not. I know that every time I see the news and I talk to people all over the world, the real world is not what I dream of yet. And when I came here in Jericoacoara and saw what Fernando was doing and helping the, the people around, helping the kids, helping the community, and, and then we developed the Bitcoinized machine and it helped the merchants and the, the boat cards were working very well and I was recording videos and putting online on YouTube and people were talking to me uh, on, on WhatsApp, on, on calls or on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram. People were talking to me what both of you, of you are doing uh private coin with palabra de satoshi's help what both of you are doing will change the world and i believe that uh, lots of people said to me hey man don't stop doing that We're gonna, you will change the world sooner or later what you and fernando are doing it's unbelievable it's amazing it's a dream it's a dream coming true and and then i i said to fernando fernando we need to open the doors to the world and bring all the Bitcoiners to Jericho Quara join us. Because in my heart, what we have been doing here is the biggest Bitcoin project, in my opinion. I don't, I don't own the truth, but my opinion, when I saw what Fernando was doing and when I started helping and bringing the machines and helping the community. And I realized that uh, we should invite the Bitcoiners to come over. So then I talked to Fernando. Fernando, we needed to do it. it uh, Fernando was worried because Fernando is so much more conservative than I am. And that's the beauty behind because he thinks in a way and I think in a, another way. But in the end, we complement each other. I don't know how to say that. Sorry. But we can work together because he goes in a way and I go in another way. But both of us, we both want the same path, the same way. We both want the pre-Bitcoinization. Sometimes he wants to go in a way and I, I, I wanted to go in another way. But both of us want to go to the same place. That's Bitcoinization. Both of us dream the same thing. Sometimes we fight for the way. No, we should go there. No, we should go there. But it's okay because we are building something to the world. And I always knew that it was going to happen sooner or later. And then after many hours talking, he said, yes, <laughs> let's do it. Because he knew that he was the one who was going to execute and, and, and had the, the work and the programization and the organization. No, wait, the... wait a second. Wait a second. Mm. Then he promised to me one Bitcoin from, a, how do I say, from a sponsor to make the event. And then I said yes. But until mm. like... Uh, 30 days of the event, the sponsor didn't close the sponsorship with us. 
And then the community helped us to make the event. People bought uh, paper wallets, bought cards, Bitcoin bits, they did a donation. And then uh, the the event happened with a lot of guys, Kogatsu, Paco de la India, Mike Peterson, Javier, Nor, Emily Panouf, a lot of Bitcoiners, really important people. Lucas, uh, Lucas from uh, Montana Bitcoin, Lucas from Lightning Labs. And, you know, it's, it changed the story of Brazil. It's changed, yeah. man. It was really yeah. important. Yeah. It was the first time ever I had the opportunity to live in a couple of days without touching any kind of currency belonging to the government. It was like a dream. I know that uh, I wouldn't be able to live all my life paying all with Bitcoin, all that. I knew that in that time. But it was uh, the best beginning I ever saw in my life. Because it's like when you go up in a stairs. To go to the last uh, step, you needed to go to the first step first. (laughs) So I, I knew that when we was doing that, and it was very hard to do that, so I had to to give money, for example, that it's very hard to do something like that, to believe in a dream like that, to help the Bitcoinization of the city, to to make the event uh, as successful that it was. And so we we had a lot of help for, from the community. The community helped us. And then came all of those guys who Fernando just said right now, Mike Peterson, uh, Paco de la India, Kogatsu, Lucas. So then I, I said to Fernando, let's rent a big house and join, join everyone in the same place to, to have a, an ex, a incredible experience, living as family for like a couple of days, a week maybe. And most of them said yes. So we shared a house. So I spent like a week with uh, Paco de la India in the same house, with Fernando, with Lucas, with so many people. It was uh, very funny and friendly. And most of them came to me and they said in my ears, in the backstage, man, thank you for that because it's the first time in my life I spent a few days only with Bitcoin. I came here and I didn't even touch to the uh, fiat money. And uh, it's the first time in my life I had this kind of experience. They told me. Lots of people yes. told me that. Over and over 10 people for sure told me that. And then it leave a legacy to the city. You know, it make the city. Now you can go there and enjoy the infrastructure that we built for the event. We have a very professional node two nodes in the city with 24 hours of battery running the heart of the community, the community council. And thanks to this hard work that we did for the carnival and all Bitcoiners that attended to the conference, we onboarded 21 merchants with the machines. And then now everything keep working in the same way that we did in the event, you know. So it was really important for the community. And we are discussing to bring the adopting Bitcoin to Jericho Aquara. I, I am not 
but very sure about it but we we wanted to try it i don't know but i i would love to have adopting bitcoin because it's the, it's the model that uh, inspired me to make the event when i had uh, the adopting bitcoin in el salvador it changed my point of view uh, and uh, connects me with uh, the people that was developing the tools and then i think uh, every well, we need to make the adopting bitcoin x like the tedx you know we need to make this kind of uh, a small event uh, for its independent initiative that is like easy to replicate there's these standards and uh, Let's do it, you know. I don't know if I will have energy to make another carnival, but who who knows? With one Bitcoin, what we can do. Wow. I think, uh, think Kodatso's ears were ringing. Kodatso uh, <laughs> was just mentioned as, a, as one of the uh, attendees of, of uh, the carnival and, and this magical moment that you guys created there. It was amazing. If anybody wants to see, I just posted in the nest. Um, we had uh, people from Bitcoin News who went and captured some footage from this uh, and produced a really nice short video, uh, which is, yeah, if, if you ever need a, a pick me up and you're ever feeling like uh, you're going through some struggles with Bitcoin adoption, just watch that video. It's, um, it's amazing um, what they were able to put together in a very short amount of time. Uh, yeah, very cool. And I feel, I feel like the big bang of Bitcoinization in Brazil has started, because after what Fernando and I did at the carnival, after that, new cities started to the Bitcoinization. For example, Fernando said before about Rolante in Rio Grande do Sul. It's a state where I I was born uh, in in the southeast of Brazil. Is the last uh, state in Brazil uh, of the south, Rio Grande do Sul. Uh, Rolante is nearby, and Ricardo and Camila, the, the couple, they came. Uh, they came here in Jericoacoara, and they participated as tourists. In that time, they came as tourists. They they bought the tickets and they came as tourists to see what was going on here. Then they got back to Rolante and got inspired, I would say, they started the Bitcoinization. And then over like three, four months, since they started doing uh, the Bitcoinization of Holanchi, they have done a wonderful job. On BitCMap, they, they are the first seat uh, of the top in BitCMap. And then lots of people are talking to me in the backstage, talk, saying to me, I want to Bitcoinize my city. For an example, right now, Diogo Muri from Porto Alegre, the city I was born uh, in the south of Brazil, in Rio Grande do Sul, I was born in Porto Alegre. I, I met a, a very good friend called Diogo Muri, and he's listening. He's one of the listen, listeners of this uh, podcast. And he met uh, some Bitcoiners, as Daniel, uh, who also lives in Porto Alegre. And Daniel, it's more like Fernando, because Daniel is the one who wants to help the people and make the social thing as Fruits for Tansets. He wants to, to bring Fruits for Tansets to Porto Alegre. 
And Daniel, it's kind of Fernando of Porto Alegre. And Diogo, it's more like Vinicius. Because uh, Diogo is the one who is going merchant per merchant to try to Bitcoinize the first capital of Brazil. And he's doing a wonderful uh, uh, work at this very moment. Uh, today, actually, to be honest, in, in, this, in this very day we are talking to, uh, Porto Alegre now, it's top front of Jericho Aquara in a merchant who accepts Bitcoin. Jericho Aquara now it's like the, 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 the second, uh, the, the 12th, and, and Porto Alegre is the 11th. And he sent me a picture. And I, and I, and I said to him, that's so nice. Because we are, he, he, if he grows, Holland grows, Jericho Aquara will grow, Montanha, Bitcoin, São Tomé das Letras will grow, grow. And all of them are, are holding around decentralized. Each one of them are doing in their way. Fernando has a way to do it. Lucas has another day to do it. Ricardo has another day to do it. Diogo has another day to do it. Any one of them do it in their own way. They are the uh, local leaders and they are building the Bitcoinization in their own way. But decentralized, the magic happens. It's like if any, anyone, any one of them are holding each other in a decentralized way. And there, yes. are, and there are at least 10 cities, 10 people, 10 communities that uh, started to be born that talk to me, please come here, help me to Bitcoinize my city, uh, because I want to do it, uh, I need help, can you help me? So I know that next year, for example, it will be like 10 Bitcoinized cities in Brazil. And I, I, in two years, it will be 50. In, in three years, it will be 100. In, in a decade, maybe the whole country, you know? And uh, that, that's so nice because since we started doing that, we inspired other people to do it. And Brazil is a very huge, good place to Bitcoinize. And uh, the most important thing about it is like, we have models for the third world, as Jericho Aquara, Montanha Bitcoin. And we have models that, that the Ricardo and Camila built in Holland, a model for the first world. Because the first world has a kind of regulation and a kind of people that is very comfortable with their currency and uh, they don't want to take responsibilities. They, they have more uh, uh, a great uh, life, you know, uh, more wealth. So in Holanti, with, no, with their own idea, they started their own model alone just by helping people to accept Bitcoin as payment. They don't run the node, they don't build the tools, they don't create the cards, they don't do anything. They just teach people what Bitcoin is and how use it really fast to start their journey. So I need to congratulate uh, the people of Rolante. They are not here, but uh, they are an uh, important community and they are a model for the first world because they don't have any responsibility as we have in our communities, 
but they did an incredible work and even the hospital of the city accepts Bitcoin. So they are done. Everyone can do. It's very easy. Let's join it. And as Bitcoiners, we can go in that cities and support their works by spending sats and replacing it. So I think uh, Brazil will be a great player in the Bitcoin space. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And if anybody who is listening feels like coming up and sharing any of their work, I, I would welcome them to do so, especially some of the folks that Vinicius mentioned. And if anybody has any questions uh, for these gentlemen, please uh, come up as well. I see Kemal has got his hand raised and I see Amanda Bicasa coming up as well, uh, who is working on an awesome project in uh, Yucatan in Mexico. So yeah, Kemal, I'll hand it to you and you can hand off to Amanda once she's uh, coming up on stage. Okay, I'll calm down my excitement. <laughs> I've been on this call just sitting on my fingers waiting for this moment. I um I don't I clearly you couldn't hear me, so I'm just going to say it again. I'm super it's super inspired by what you're doing with your team. Like it's really amazing. And I've been following as part of the Bitcoin Yucatan team, we're also, you know, looking for ways to introduce Bitcoin into the community without just, you know, saying here's some sats. And watching what you're doing with Fruits for Sats, I think is absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant. And I think it's something that we can introduce here in Mexico. But I have a couple questions. So for the Fruits for Sats, now, are, did you orange pill the local Mercado and you're purchasing the fruits with Sats and donating them? Or how are you obtaining the fruits? Yes. First, we went to the market to the merchant and say, look, if you accept Bitcoin, I will buy fruits here for the kids of the school every day. You know, so the first step is go to the supermarket and uh, tell them to accept Bitcoin as payment. Really orange peel them because it's the most important part. Uh, I said to the Glaison, the owner of the supermarket, Man, don't sell your Bitcoin, give to your employees, spend in the city. They can do anything they want with the Bitcoin, but it's, it's, it's good to find someone who will join the circular economy, join the, the, the initiative, and also give discounts because we, we receive donations, we raise donations to buy the fruits with discounts, then we sell it for one and for 10 sets, right? So it's like a kind of, uh, it's a kind of social initiative. So they, they need to support it to have the benefit to like this uh, supermarket sell around $1,000 per month in fruits. And we are the biggest buyer of the city. That's amazing. And then now the kids, they're getting the sats. You're donating the sats to the kids and then they come and they pay their 10 sats? Yes, we, we created 400 boat cards for the kids in Jericho Aquara. And then each card has 2,100 sats hosted in the school note. And then uh, when the, the, the cards, uh, the, the sats over, they need to buy it. Coins, uh, they collect their pig banks. With the cards, we, we gave to them uh, the pig bank as well to help their parents, to help, the, to help them to make their first goal. Because 
the program uh, it's not only to pay and eat the fruit there are other the you know pedagogical aspects as uh, maybe help the parents have a better food so it's important uh, to give them the sets but when it's over they need to buy it right and then we are providing that infrastructure and we are also yeah. providing some uh, other kind of voluntary work that they can earn stuff as well Amazing. Thanks. Okay, looking forward to seeing you guys, all of your team at uh, Adopting Bitcoin in November. So thanks for that. And um, we're going to try and implement something like this here because that's so inspirational. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. And if you need my advice, I can guide you the entire process. Also, I am highly dedicated to help other communities to replicate. So you have my full you know, capabilities to make it happen. Very easy. You just need some time and some uh, will to do it for your community. It's difficult at the beginning, but it's inspiring. Something incredible. I have no words to describe how I feel like to, 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 to deliver it, you know? So now I am highly dedicated to help other communities to do it. It's very easy. Go to the merchant, onboard them, get the discount, raise donations, buy the fruits, talk with the director of their school, make your own boat cards, give to the kids, uh, hire someone to get the fruits, go to the school every day with in your mobile, and then you will see the magic happening. I might be hitting you up to see if we can have a little Zoom call and get more details from you soon, Fernando, if you don't mind, with our team. Yeah. I know Mercedes has been here as well. I see you're here. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. We may need, so we, we've been starting to do some community calls to bring the different communities together in a, like a, a Zoom type of format. So we had one a couple weeks ago. We may need you guys to uh, present this, this work uh, and kind of... Uh, the how-to to the in that venue might be great because I think a lot of people are interested to to replicate this experiment. And if you see in the nest one tweet back, you have somebody from the Bitcoin Ubuntu uh, project in in South Africa just two hours ago. Myself and Bitcoin Ubuntu working on our Bitcoin bolt cards on a POS machine that was, I believe, hand delivered by uh, Fernando to Prague. And carried from Prague to South Africa from Herman and made it to to there. So uh, it's working. It's it's spreading. Yes, it's amazing and amazing. And also, I am working silently in the backstage to make it available for the kids of Uganda, the orphans of Uganda, to be able to buy fruits every day and give to them. I was really inspired by the Pringle work and he found this orphanage and I think the best way to teach people about Bitcoin is by prats, you know, and by doing it, we change what people think about Bitcoin and make the peaceful revolution happens. Well, we've been going about an hour and a half. Uh, I could keep going, but I'll start to give a call for anybody with a question that wants to come up. Uh, feel free to raise your hand. Uh, maybe uh, uh, Vinicius, if you could mute. There's a little bit of background noise if you're not uh, 
speaking. Thank you. And with that, giving giving folks a, a little time to to see if anybody wants to ask a question. I I have one uh, question. So, or, or maybe comment. Uh, I'd like you to comment, Fernando. Which is, I think the project has been going. Paya Bitcoin has been going for coming up upon two years, maybe a year and a half. If I if I'm thinking correctly about uh, about how and when you you started here. And there are uh, you, uh, Praia Bitcoin is is kind of in one of the initial community projects that followed Bitcoin Beach, right? And there's about five of them who have been running now for over a year, uh, and it's hard work. I've seen it. I've seen you struggle, uh, Fernando. Uh, you know, it's not it's not like you were ended up in Forbes, you know, in the first day. So I figured maybe before we sign off, if you could share like yeah, some of the lessons or the stories or the or the things that you had to face along the way to, to you know, let people know that, A, uh, it's it's not so easy, uh, but B, that it's, that you can do it, that you can get through. Were there any pushback that you had or any problems that you had or things that you learned that you want to share with people who are trying to create communities like what you're doing? Yes, it's a fight, you know. Not easy, but uh, I decided because I figured out uh, what happened in my life that the government stole all my wealth for everything that I had. I paid millions in taxes. And during the pandemics, I had no money to buy a bottle of water. And then I was looking at a spreadsheet and I paid like almost millions of taxes, more than millions of taxes in my company. And they had no money to buy a bottle of water. There's something wrong with that concept. I need to find a way to fight, to, to, to like, not save. I, I didn't save it anything during many years by making thousands of dollars monthly. I have money to not, don't buy any water. I understood that the fiat is desire to not, for you not to save it, for you to spend it. And I, expensive hotels with higher the highest time preference that human being can have i had it and i start to look at my thoughts all my experience then i found a, a picture of a wallet with coin that i bought in 2013 and then i got that wallet i imported it and there was like half BTC. It worth at that point thirty thousand dollars. It for less than twenty dollars at that point, and then it's my only saving. And I start to understand what real Bitcoin is. So, in, the, in that less couple months after, I heard about El Salvador legal tender about this thing and. I found the work of Michael Peterson. In one podcast, he said, man, if you're in a community, do it. Do it for yourself. And then I was doing shit coinery. And then I was almost, almost the limit of the government to pay taxes of capital gains. Coin I bought, you know, when there's no... It's, it's, it's anywhere. It was impossible to decorate so the variety, so what I did, I went to the local shop and I bought my 
that I am holding now with Bitcoin. I, look, man, I need to buy this phone with Bitcoin. There's no other way. If you accept, I will not buy. And then he accepted. He, he opened a Binance account. I sent the Bitcoin for his wallet. And uh, then he accepted and I got the phone. And I did the, the, the El Salvador announced the Bitcoin as legal tender. And at 7 of September, I did the decision. Okay, I will replicate the initiative of Mike Peterson in Jericoacoara. And then was so difficult because it required me to reshape my time preference, to reshape my entire life, to leave the big, the, the, the fiat standard. So I, in the first seven months of the, 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 the project, I was on struggling. I got 0 0.021 2, and dot, uh, 2 million and 100,000 sets and I started to to people and then man, they lost the stats they don't care about it the merchants don't care about it because they they don't need uh, they they don't realize i realize at that point without now knowing it man i failed in the first six months i just learned how to run the lightning node the tools works but the two, the uh, how the two work, but uh, I was I failed. so then I start to look into the Bitcoin Beach project, and then I found that concept that no man, you need to educate, you need to engage with a social project, you need to do it for the right reason, and then I I thought uh, at the beginning, man, I will never make money with this. This is, but okay. At that point, I was uh, lowering my time preference. I moved to a very cheap house or, and I closed all my operations, hired all my employees. I have in my life to, uh, for the future. And then with small patience that during the, the worst periods of, you know, the pandemics, the ending of the pandemics, you know, like I got a donation from Galo from other donors, and then took like eight months for the project to start to, to get the biggest donation that we get, like uh, what ten million sats from Bitcoin Beach to make the T-shirts and uh, the, the paper parts that we did, and it changed everything with the right incentives for myself and for for the community. I start to look in the, into other things in my, my company back into track and I was able to reorganize my entire life and uh, with a lot of struggle, now I can guarantee for you guys that I am in the right path just because, you know, I lowered my time preference. So at the beginning, it's, you know, it's like a fence. You become ashes, but when you reborn, you, you will be a stronger individual. So it's crazy, but worth a lot, man. It, and it's hard work, but when you do something that you believe is easy, and 
point only tools. My other companies is running the buy. I don't, you know, I am leaving the system. So I just work full time for Bitcoin and I love it because it makes me more powerful, a better person, someone who knows the the basis to build a new and a, a better society. Wow. Thank you for that. That was awesome, inspiring, and, and also real, you know, showing the, the, some of the struggle. Fernanda, your, your microphone is cutting a little bit, so I'm going to take us to some final comments for each of you guys. Uh, Fernando, if you have a window or a place where you might get better reception, I would love to get it uh, through uh, very clearly. But yeah, thank you guys for, for the space. Thank you for everybody listening in real time, listening after the fact. Um, I want to move us to some final thoughts. Uh, how about first, Kemal, do you have any thoughts before I, we do a little handoff to uh, to our guests? Not a lot. That was very, very inspiring, listening to the passion of the Brazilian Bitcoin communities. And yeah, it's, um, it's inspiring. And I encourage you guys to keep going and creating something again for Bitcoin Carnival. I'm sure that, so yeah, bringing Bitcoiners together in the... In, for a Bitcoin conference is just really great and gives a good push. And um, really, like, that's the theory, right? That uh, Bitcoiners come in and, and spend sets and show new techniques and, and learn from the local circumstances. And, and it's great that uh, this effect has actually happened in Jericho Quara. And um, it would be great to, to have it again next year. And if it's under the Adopting Bitcoin umbrella, uh, I like the idea of uh, this TEDx uh, application there to have many different uh, adopting Bitcoins in different places because, yeah, you don't need legal tender laws. You can just uh, adopt Bitcoin. <laughs> and so, yeah, if uh, let, let's talk about that, Fernando. Uh, I would be happy to support in any way we can and, yeah, j- to make it happen again next year. And I'll hand it off to, to the round for final comments. Uh, Lucas, thank you for being here today. Thank you for doing what you're doing in uh, Montana. And uh, would you like to maybe leave anybody with how to find you, how to support you, if there's any events or things to know about coming up, uh, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, okay. Uh, thank you guys for this uh, amazing time about uh, of bringing up this podcast about Bitcoin, secular economies and Bitcoin adoption in Brazil. We are doing a uh, very hard work here. Uh, so sometimes we don't have much time to hang out with the community. Now I'm uh, tr- doing the translation translation uh, of my first bitcoins to Portuguese. So I'm I'm putting all my efforts on that. Yeah, but thank you for everyone. Hope I can uh, meet every uh, all of you in adopting uh, Bitcoin in November. Yeah, and if you uh, want to support Monte Bitcoin, we have our can pay on donate.montebitcoin.org. So you can assess that, can support with, with support us with sets. You can see all of our goals, our progress. And yeah, thank you guys. All right. Venetius, would love some parting thoughts from you. Uh, anything you'd like to tell the listeners? Okay. Uh, thank you all for having me. Uh, so thank you f- for inviting me to talk to you all. The, the e-privit has started of us is an important uh, part and we are helping each other and it's 
it's it's wonderful when we have an opportunity to talk to others bitcoiners all over the world what each one of us doing and sharing and if you wanted to see by ourselves come over come over here to Jericoacoara to Santo Amé das Letras Porto Alegre and others uh, Brazilians community that we have been working to build it because we want to help the people but the best way to help them is bringing you they live on the touristic way on the touristic uh, money uh, they get money only most of them get money working for tourists so anytime a tourist come over and go to a restaurant and pay with bitcoin it helps them to the bitcoinization it's very important that's why i always said to everyone i will help the merchants to accept bitcoin so the tourists can come over and help the city because the city is a tourist place actually we are showing jericoacoara as by itself jericoacoara and santo Tomé das letras in brazil as i said before it's a wonderful country with so many beautiful places and all we want to do is bring you all to come over here and see by yourselves and you're going to help us a lot in to to make this dream come true so thank you all and i hope you can come over or if you don't at least you can watch on youtube there's a youtube channel called palavra satoshi that has showed you all the cities in brazil that started the bitcoinization thank you for that yeah fernando i'll let you sign off and then i'll i'll round us out Okay, guys, thank you very much for having me here. The message is hold your keys, hold your coins. 12 words is the real Bitcoin that we need for the future. Let's work together by creating new circular economies and, you know, do it by yourself. Not anyone else is the best way to have a better life. Uh, is engaging your community by using the peaceful money. And that's the message. Thank you. We'll sign off now. Again, thanks to all the the, uh, the guests. Follow each of them. Uh, g- give them a retweet. Dig into some of the videos, the projects. Thank you to Adopting Bitcoin coming up November 7th to 9th, adoptingbitcoin.org. And Blink, who's helping put on this podcast, uh, blink.sv. Give it a download. Give it a try. And as always, your feedback and suggestions are welcome. So uh, thanks again, guys. Next week, we have Okin who is orange pilling merchants and individuals in Namibia. And so uh, same time next week, Thursday, 5 p.m. UTC. Thank you all for being here. And um, we'll uh, sign us off with actually the new uh, Man Like Quex hit while we, uh, while we wind down the space. Cheers. Man Like Quags, yo. Early arrival, passports down, yeah, everything is nice like I'm in the south of France, yo, everything is nice like we just got to Cannes, freestyle on a non-plan plan, 6am, say je t'aime, mon chéri more, let's do it again, champagne campaign and cake for breakfast at Tiffany's, picked out a necklace, 3000 seconds, had brunch at Evans, spent the day at the beach, making fresh connections, she loves Cosmos, happy hour at the Hyatt, if they accept Bitcoin, cool, we can try it, brown eyes, 5-5, five, five. with Jimmy Choo's on, she's 5-9, she catwalks in her spare time, no small talk, don't waste
waste of time She likes a man that can stack them sacks That's a man like quakes for a matter of fact Put your mountain music on her favourite song The day is old, the night is young Yeah, the day is old, the night is young Yeah, let's have some fun, let's have some fun Yo, let's have some fun, let's have some fun Yo, the day is old, the night is young